Yo, wake up. It's Monday. It's time to get it going. Because every single Monday, I have a challenge for you. Are you ready for the challenge? Authentic, positive mindset warriors are always ready for the challenge. So if you down for it, man, then challenge on. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I don't get What's up? It's your boy Fred Bloomberg coming to you on my show, the Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. Man, we challenging you today. It's a Monday. It's a beautiful day. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I have the challenge right for you. Read the title in the description. Or excuse me, what am I saying? Read the title. <laughs> I was trying. To, I'm trying to do. Man, I'm trying to do like eight different things at once. It's ridiculous. I'm recording this before I go get Daisy Duke who's at her grandma's and grandpa's house right now. It's actually her great-grandparents, and I'm trying to hurry up and record this before I go get her because Mondays are hectic, man. She visits her grandparents every Monday, and I got a lot of shit to do in terms of, like, you know, there are times I create content. So just to make just to circle back so I don't feel like I'm just going everywhere here. Um, I'm going to give you guys a challenge in a minute. Look at the description of the episode so that you can check out all the things of what I'm about to talk about. Okay, number one. Number two, I want you to make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because I give you a challenge every single Monday and click on the link in the description of this episode so that you can get into my private Facebook group. Now, my private Facebook group, really quick, I haven't been as active as I'd love to be in there. I still post in there. But again, remember, I have many different avenues of what I do, and I'm on every social media platform, and I'm also a coach who coaches clients right now. I run a business, and I'm a dad, okay? So it's not like, you know, I just have endless time to do everything. So I want you to understand if you don't see a lot of stuff in there, you'll see a lot, but do understand that, you know, I'm one person right now trying to run everything. So, uh, you know, I can only do so much, so I'm trying to do as much as I can. But what I was really getting at was that... Um, I'm feeling good today. I created a YouTube short. Go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the real Fred Lee. You know, you can find me Fred Lee, the real Fred Lee everywhere. But yo, I created a short and it finally showed up on my, you know, how I could record it for my YouTube channel. And I get crazy. You know me, man. I get crazy everywhere I can. I, I want to show more of my personality. You guys know how I am. You know what I do. And you know, like, I bring that energy. And so I bring that energy because I just love being me. And I love bringing good energy. I remember being in a Facebook group. This was a few years ago. This is about three years ago. And I remember, you know, they were a little older than me. They are in their 50s. And, and, and one of the guys was like, you know, you can't be like that. Nobody will ever hire you. And I'm like, okay. So I changed myself up a little bit. And then I said, what am I doing? I'm not trying to get clients like him. He, you know, he was a, a good guy. He was successful at what he did. But my people were not him. You know, and I've always used to tell myself, I'm a beer and shots guy. Like, that's my crowd. The beer and shots, rough, rugged, about the grit and the grind, you know, curse. Like, that's my crowd, bro. Like, that, those are my people. And you guys know this if you follow me on social media because <laughs> you can see who I am. I'm authentic. He is more of the corporate button-down America, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just his crowd, and I think that he was trying to tell me that his kind of people would never buy from me, and I'm like that. You know, I had to really step back for myself. This is something authentic that I'm giving to you right now. I had to step back for myself and say, you know what? I have to really realize who am I talking to. Like, who are my people that I'm selling to? And I think let's all just get real for a second before I get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, 
we are all sort of coming out here on um, whether it's a podcast or whether it's social media or whether it's just you're going out starting your own business. We are all starting from scratch. Like none of us have marketing degrees or went to business school or ran a business before. A lot of us, when I say a lot of us, I'm talking about like 98% of the people that are jumping in this space of entrepreneurialism are starting out for the first time ever in life. And so there is this sort of, you know, unwritten, you know, narrative going on right now on social media that everybody just starts out and they're all gurus and experts. Yeah, dude, bullshit. Like we all are starting out and we are starting from point zero. And so that's the reason why I talk about being authentic is because if you're not true to yourself, how the fuck are you going to be able to curate an audience and be able to create a social media brand that means anything? You might have done that for a business, but can you do it for yourself? That's the key, man. This is really important and you really got to identify who am I working for, who am I selling to, who am I speaking to? And when you are just naturally yourself, you attract that kind of clientele. I think a lot of people are looking for clientele and they don't understand that the clientele that you're seeking is people that resonate with you. They're people that listen to you. It's not you trying to go find other people. It's literally you are um, uh, connecting with like-minded people. So for me, I talk about being authentic is because I talk about, yo, I want the my beer and shots crowd, the rough, the rugged, you know, the people that work hard and play hard. I want those people, man. Now, this doesn't mean that I can't go into the corporate world and speak corporate. <laughs> I can do that. That's not a problem. What I'm saying is my particular crowd of people are the rough shot people. And it doesn't make them good or bad. It's just those are my people. Not to mention that I worked in special ed and all that. So anybody that's got special ed, you know, I mean, I'm talking about kids that uh, have autism. They're nonverbal. Um, you know, they might have rad. Um they might have, you know, some other disability and they feel like they just can't get over, you know, the hump. Yo, I'm there for you, man. You know, those are my people. I'm down for that because that's what I used to work in. So I went on that little diatribe and soliloquy just so that you understand that you have to find out what works for you and who are your people and speak to them as if you are who you are. And what I mean by that is just be yourself. Like, don't try to be some button down version of who you think you should be or, um, Try to be something that you're not. Just be yourself and be comfortable with that. And when you're yourself, you don't have to backtrack or double back, especially when you are authentic, when you're willing to show and expose and be vulnerable with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Man, when you're yourself, shit is easy. You already have enough things to fight with. Why the fuck do you need to fight with image? Your image is not as important as you think it. It is important, but you know what's even more important? Are you fucking real? Like, are you a human are you somebody that's really going to tell me the truth or are you just a snake oil, snake oil salesman? You're just going to sell me some bullshit because you need to pad your account, right? So we're going to end it, you know, that little diatribe on that because after that group and after my little change of self and, and, and adaptation of what he was talking about, I understood what he meant in so many words. But at the same time, I had to step back for myself. And again, this was somebody that was successful. I had to step back for myself and say, you know what? Wait a minute, though. I know who I am. I know who I'm talking to. This doesn't mean that I wasn't willing to change or try new things or I was being hard-headed. This was literally, I had to really look inward and say, yeah, but who am I? And who am I communicating to? And how is this effective? And how can I hone and make this better? Not change myself to be something I'm not. How do I just refine who I am so that I can be more clear with the clients that I'm speaking with? You get what I'm saying? So today, what we're going to talk about is 
what are you saying to yourself when it comes to the words that you say to yourself? This is really important. Every single one of these, you know, when I tell you about any strategy that we've used, whether you hear it on Bloomy Tribe, Unhinged, which is my family It's my family podcast with my wife and kids. Make sure that you subscribe to that. I'm going to put the link in the description of this episode so that you can subscribe to that because we're on Anchor and we're on a whole bunch of other platforms, including Spotify. But um, whenever I give you something that is, you know, to help you, it is something that I've done, man. This is authentic content. This is stuff that I've used that has helped me. Everybody wants a blueprint. Everybody wants to get the numbers. They want the stats. They want all the information. Well, this is information that I've used for myself. If you've seen me happy, upbeat, motivated, you know, and you're like, man, I like his family. I like how he is. I like just what he does in life. Then, yo, listen to what I do, man. And make sure that you take notes and use it. Don't just take notes. Like, that's just... One of the things that I hate, and I used to do this, just taking notes upon notes, apply the shit. You have to apply it and it's not applying it once. You have to apply it over and over and over and over again. You're practicing. I tell my clients this. I make shit very, very simple when I give them activities to practice. Very simple because you can replicate simplicities. You can't replicate the hard shit. Anything that's complicated, you're not going to duplicate it. So I want you to take simple shit and realize it's very simple for a reason because I want it to become muscle memory to the point where you do it. It's almost like walking, man. You don't walk and say left foot, right foot, left foot. You do. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? In your mind, you're like, I got to get from here to there. And there is no thought to walking. Even if your knee hurts or your leg hurts or your ankle hurts, you're not thinking about that shit. You are solely thought on, I got to get there. And when you are in that kind of focus and mode in every part of your life, life is easy. So let me tell you about these six phrases or words that I have used and I now have eradicated from my vocabulary. And some I still have trouble with. So again, I'm going to be authentic. This is the challenge I gave to my Facebook group. Click the link in the description of this episode so that you can get in that group because that's where I uh, talk to people the most along with... um, Clicking the link to my community, 208 number. I talk to those people more than my Facebook group people. And obviously, if you're a paying client, you're going to get first dibs on everything. Uh, I'm going to come out with a new coaching service sometime later this month. It's going to be something cool, man. It's going to be something cool. I'm think i going to create something where you can have even easier access to me. Uh, It'll be a monthly service that I will have that uh, you'll have easier, quicker access when you want to contact me as opposed to having just a static time of you know, when we can have like uh, an arrangement for a coaching call. So that'll be cool. Stay tuned for that. Now let's get to it. Six phrases, the difference between each of these and what I used to use, what I now use. Number one, the difference between busy versus productive. Now, this is going to sound really simple. So I want you to really listen to what I'm saying. I used to use busy a lot. And sometimes I I still do. And I catch myself uh, saying this. And here's the key. I catch myself saying it. Listen to what I said. I catch myself saying it and I redirect my thoughts and my language. So here's a, here's a simple example. Yo, Fred, uh, you know, you want to do something this weekend? Nah, man, I'm going to be busy doing a lot of work with my business. Mm-mm. I say productive. Even if I'm mid-sense, I'm like, man, I'm so productive right now with what I've got going on. I, I don't have time for that. Let's catch up another time. 
Now, you might be thinking, well, that kind of sounds odd. I don't give a fuck how it sounds. <laughs> I give a fuck what I'm saying to myself out loud and what my brain is processing. Because here's the thing. When you say busy, your brain processes, I'm just filling in that gap. I'm completely lying to you. Because busy really signifies that you're doing a lot of shit that doesn't lead to any end. There's no means to an end of what you're doing. You're just doing... Have you ever heard of busy work? You know when your boss gives you busy work? You're like, yo, motherfucker, just let me just be. (laughs) Can I chill for a minute? Have you ever had homework from school that's busy work? It's like, you ain't got shit to do. You're just going to fill this time because you ain't got shit to do and just give me this shit? That's busy work. Nobody wants to be busy because busy does not lead you anywhere. It's literally like a dog chasing its tail. You're not going anywhere. But when you're productive, that means you are producing something. You're creating something. You are getting somewhere, right? You are manifesting some form of action that is creating some form of result that's moving the needle. That's what productive means. So I don't use busy. And if I catch myself using it or saying it, I stop myself and say, yo, Productive. Production. (laughs) We ain't busy. Fuck busy. I'm productive, damn it. So busy versus productive. Eradicate busy. Stop being busy. The more you think you're busy, the less you're producing. And that's a fact. Before 2015, I was busy doing a lot of nothing. I was always busy. And it was funny, whenever somebody asked me to do something and I didn't want to do it, or it, it required more energy for me to produce something, I I laid in on the excuse that I was busy. I wasn't doing shit. I was wasting time. So get rid of busy. Be productive. Number two, the difference between be careful and be watchful. This is a good one. I want you to, I want you to take some notes and take mental notes. This is fucking phenomenal. Listen, eradicate be careful. Be careful means that you are going to really retreat. You're not going to proceed forward. And if you do, you're going to be so cautious because you're going to be focused on all the disasters that could happen. If somebody told you, yo, um, you know, be careful crossing the street, you're, you're expecting a disaster. That's what your mind is thinking. You're expecting bad. It's like you're looking for bad shit. If you were to start a new business, you know what people would tell you? I'd be careful if I were you. They're telling you that I only see disasters happening. I, I, I don't, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'd be careful. And be careful is it is it straps you in fear, man. And it paralyzes you. Fear paralyzes most people. And and it makes you overthink, overreact, and you're paralyzed. So what do you do? You retreat. Look, I'm gonna give my spiel on this, whether you think, you know, believe it or, or, or whatever you think about it or not, I'm just gonna give you my spiel. And there's no two ways about this, so please don't come into my comment section. Oh, you suck or whatever. I'm just telling you what I'm thinking. People were very careful during COVID. That's all you heard. Be careful. Be safe. Be careful. And, and, and the thing is, is that I, I, I truly respect COVID, the pandemic, the nurses that worked through it, the people that have passed away from it. I respect it. Okay. And I'm not one of those people that's like, it was fake. Look, man, I'm just saying when you tell a bunch of people to be careful, people are paralyzed in fear. You tell them to be careful and then you promote all the bad that's happening. They are paralyzed. So it's easy to retreat. And then the ones that are like me that go out because I have a different mindset, those people that are staying in are like, well, why are you going out? You should be inside for the safety of humankind. It's like, dude, I don't think like you, man. You and me don't think alike. 
you know, I'm, I'm not being careful. I'm going to be, here's what I use, watchful. Why is it important to use watchful? Because if you, uh, if somebody says, hey, you're going to start that business, just be watchful of this, that, and the other. That means, yo, you can proce- you're going to proceed on. You're going to proceed on. You're not going to proceed on cautiously tiptoeing. You're going to proceed forward, driven. And you're going to be watchful. Being watchful means you are moving, but you're still on the lookout. You're alert. Do you see the difference? When you're careful, you expect disaster and you tiptoe through things. When you are watchful, you are driven. You move forward with speed and you stay alert. I don't tell my kids to be careful. In fact, when Michelle was telling my kids to, or our kids to be careful, I said, look, you need to stop that. We're going to tell our kids to be watchful on your way to school. Be watchful of the cars. That means, yo, you can walk and still be yourself. Just be watchful when your ass gets close to the curb or you're doing something stupid. Be watchful when you're over there on the playground so that if you get, you know, if the ball bounces in the street, be, be watchful as you look both ways. Uh, that means you can get out into the street, but yo, watch what's going on and be alert. So... They have a different mind, uh, mindset and a different outlook. It was the same thing with COVID. Look, I'm just going to be watchful of what's going on. Now, you might be thinking, well, he can't see a disease and a virus in the air. No, man. I'm watchful of history. I just look at history and look at patterns. That's what I study. I don't study people and fears and pandemics and all the bullshit. I study patterns in history because the shit repeats. Once you've seen one and you know what's going on with one, two, three or ten, you can pretty much, you know, predict what's going to happen and what's going on. None of it was a surprise to me. None of it. I'm I'm being honest with you because, you know, I've even looked back 100 years, even to the I think it was the Spanish flu. And look at how that happened. The same thing happened. People fighting over who's mask, who's got mask on and who doesn't. You can go all the way back. Talk about vaccines all you want. I'm not going to get into that fight. I'm going to tell you I'm going to look I'm going to be the guy that's going to look back and be watchful because I'm not going to waste time in comment sections with people that want to fight and paste Google links and shit over who's right and wrong. I don't give a fuck about who's right or wrong. And. That's a bonus one. I don't use right or wrong. I, I, I don't. I use trial and error. That's a bonus one. I didn't even have that one on here. I don't use right or wrong. I use trial and error. Right or wrong is, is ego-based. People want to be right. So they're going to do anything they can to justify that they're right. I used to do this, man. Get into comment sections and fighting with people and pasting links and bullshitting because you want to, you have made your stance. You're going to, you positioned yourself here. You put your flag in the sand and, and, and you right. No matter what you are right. Everybody needs to be here and do this because I'm, you need to wear a mask and be inside because I'm right, because this is what it says. Well, not everybody thinks the same. And when you are aware of that, that we all make certain decisions based on, you know, what we feel is best for us, then you open your mind up a little more to saying, okay, well, that way works for you, but that might not work for me. And when you're open-minded, you realize there's no one way to do something. The majority can agree on something, but that's not the way for everybody. You understand what I'm saying? So what I get at is that, yo, we're going to do this trial and error. Okay, that works for you? Cool. This is going to work for me. And what I do has no bearing or impact on you whatsoever because I'm over here doing my thing. You get what I'm saying? Now, there's a lot of people that want to fight back and forth. Well, you out in public and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but really at the beginning of it all, really, if you just stay healthy and work on boosting your immune system, you can fight off a lot of shit that you don't even know about. 
People talking about wear a mask, yet they willing to drink themselves into a stupor every single night. Like, like, stop. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get on a diatribe on that because I, I don't. I, this is not where this is going. Right or wrong, I do not use. I eradicate because right or wrong is ego boosting. It's ego based. When people want to be right, they have a hard time opening their mind up to other possibilities. And that's where your, most of your closed-minded know-it-alls are. It's because they feel the need to be right. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about what the fuck do you want? Are you willing to take trial and error to get what you want? Or are you going to stay stuck and being right? That's where most people fuck up is they stay stuck. And while you might be right, I'm going to be successful and happy. You can keep your right. I'll be successful and happy. You understand what I'm saying? So which one do you want? You got to really think about that. That was a bonus. I wasn't even thinking about putting that out there. So... Uh, The difference between being careful and being watchful, be watchful. That means proceed. You can still move, move forward. Proceed and be alert. Number three, the difference between spending and investing. Yo, everywhere you go from now on, I want you to say, yo, I invested X amount of dollars in Walmart. I invested X amount of dollars at the bar. I invested X amount of dollars for my cell phone bill. I invested. You're not spending money. You're not spending money to get good cable service. You are investing money in DirecTV to get HD quality TV. See, because when you start thinking about, yo, I'm investing money into this, your mind has a different way of looking at it now. And I had to have a conversation with my brother. This was a long time ago. We were talking about something and and it was uh, where this guy was giving a service of how to do drop shipping and it was like $50 a month. But just for this example, we'll make it $100 a month. And he was, you know, my brother was like, well, why, 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 why does dude looking for $100 a month when, you know, I said, well, think about it, man, you're, you're learning an activity. <laughs> this is, this is an investment into, you know, you learning this and ultimately learning how to do it for yourself so that you can, you know, 100 X, whatever money you're, you're even spending. Right. And so he was, he was stuck on that. And I said, well, you know, you got direct TV. How much you paying in direct TV? And again, for this example, we'll just say it was a hundred dollars. Well, I say you invest a hundred dollars in direct TV and all you get back is TV. Like all you get back is cable service. Okay. HD service. That's it. It's not like it's growing money. <laughs> you are investing money into this thing that's not growing you anything other than making you more lazy and HD quality TV. That, like, that's it. So when you start thinking in terms of, okay, I'm investing in this and it's giving me a 0% return in terms of money, but it's giving me an ultimate return in TV quality, then you start thinking differently. Like, oh, okay, this thing that I'm investing money, it's not really giving me any money back. And... What's funny about that is people that get into this space of entrepreneurialism, they start fucking themselves up, wanting an incredible rate of return on something that they know nothing about, yet they're willing to pay $100 a month in fucking Hulu. You see what I'm getting at? So I want you to, or they'll go to the bar and blow $200 at the bar. I used to do this shit all the time. Blow $200 at the bar and then don't want to pay $50 a month to learn some shit. I'm a I'm gonna invest two hundred dollars in Bud Light. <laughs> My rate of return, a hangover. A good time and a hangover. Like, think about that, man. So everything that you do from now on, use the word invest. It'll change the way you start looking at shit. Yes, you investing in Nikes, you investing in them, you know, that drip clothing that you gotta have, you investing in that new watch, you investing in gas in your car. Everything that you are putting your money into, you are investing into something. I want you to think about that from now on. You ain't spending money. Broke people spend money. Wealthy people invest. 
That leads me to the next one. Broke versus rich versus wealthy. There's a huge difference in all of them. Broke people think that there is no way to ever make money other than the lottery. Stop saying you're broke. You're not broke. Broke is a mindset, yo. Broke is a person that spends everything down to zero and wants handouts. You don't want that. And I know that's not you. You actually want to get somewhere. You don't want to just be rich. Rich people end up broke. Rich people are just people that have a lot of money, but a broke mindset. (laughs) Yeah, think about that. Rich people are broke people with a lot of fucking money, but still got a broke mindset. In other words, they get a little bit of money and all of a sudden they acting like they rich. You know, I shouldn't say they're acting like they're rich. They're acting like they're wealthy. And I want you to really hear this for a minute. <sighs> Excuse me, I got allergies, man. It's allergy season. Wealthy people don't think like broke or rich people. Wealthy people don't need all the shit that rich, uh, rich and, and broke people, they don't need it. They buy it when they want. And when they buy it, they buy it in crazy supply. That's why they have houses and mansions that are like, million and and broke people are like, oh, they don't deserve that. Well, they made a shit ton of money because they're wealthy. When you're wealthy, you you can't spend through your money. It's impossible. When you're wealthy, you can't spend through your money. And you make so much money per day, there's no way you can fucking spend through it. You don't want to be rich. You want to be wealthy. That means you have money that's basically generating on its own you have a cash flow machine you have a fucking atm you have multiple businesses you have multiple ventures you know how to use your money you're investing it correctly and this doesn't mean you're putting it in the stock market bonds whatever the fuck it means your money is making money wealthy stop saying you're broke stop saying you want to be rich you want to be wealthy in fact i have a um I don't have a family budget. Get rid of that fucking word too. I have a family financial wealth plan. No, I don't have a wealth advisor or anything like that. That's what I've named it. I used to call it the family budget. A budget is for broke people. You don't want a budget. A budget means this is all the money I have and I need to make this work. You want to be wealthy and think like wealthy people and have that wealthy mindset? Start with that little shit. Rename your budget and call it the financial wealth plan. It's a plan. It's not a budget. This is not something that you're looking to hopefully make this shit work. This is a wealth plan. This shit is going to work. I just got to figure it out. Here's another one. I can't. I can't. I can't. Can't is a bad word. I'd rather my kids say fuck than to say can't. That's on everything. There's no such thing as I can't. I can't literally means you won't. That's what it means. I can't do it. No, you you don't want to do it and you won't do it. See, because this is where I came up with the constructive and destructive winning from. Constructive winning is the shit you know you're supposed to do. It's just unsexy, so you don't want to do it. It's the laborious shit. That's the constructive shit. That's the stuff that you can do long term over time and you know that's going to get you success. Going to bed on time, getting good sleep, drinking water. The boring shit is boring. You know what's destructive? That's the sexy shit. That's all the shit you know you shouldn't be doing. You do it anyway. Binge drink, hang out, chill out on the couch, Netflix and chill. You can do that shit. You can't do that long term and create success. You can't. You know this. So why do I say that? It's because when people say, I can't, I don't have time. No, you got the time. You'd have plenty of time to go do some bad shit. Oh, you got plenty of time to go do some shit you shouldn't be doing. 
All of a sudden, you got motherfucking time to go to the bar, but you ain't got time to sit down and listen about how to how to create a better financial situation. What the what? So we say, how can I? There is no more. I can't. How can I do this? And you don't say it being, you know, snarky or condescending. How can I ever do? No. How can I do that? What do I need to do? I'll figure it out. I know there's a way. This is triggering to your mind to say, yo, there is a way out there. We can do it. We just got to figure it out. When you say I can't, you shut off all doors, shut all windows, you retreat, you're fearful, you be careful. You see how all that works? You see how that keeps people stuck? These are just little words, y'all. Words got power. Here's the last one that I use. When people say it's expensive. This is another thing I tell my wife. It's not expensive. It's just a dollar amount. Nothing is expensive. It's just a dollar amount. It's expensive. You're telling yourself you can't afford it and it's too good for you. When you say something is expensive, you're literally telling your mind, I can't afford that shit. That's too much money. What the fuck? (laughs) What is too much money? There's no such thing. The only thing that there is, that is just a dollar amount, a digit placed on um, an item. And that's the value they say it's worth. That's it. So from now on, you should say, how can I afford it? And again, you're not saying it. How can I ever afford that? No, how can I afford that? I want that. How can I afford it? This is you leveling up, opening up your mind, saying, yo, there's a way I can get that because people can get that. So let me figure out how to get that instead of staying stuck. I can't afford it. It's too expensive. Who would ever buy that? One of the fights I used to get into with my teacher friends, and I'm going to end it right around here because I got to get going. My teacher friends, they'd always be like, who would ever pay an athlete $40 million a year? That's too much money. I'm like, first of all, nobody's coming to school to see you teach. Nobody. That's great that we are teachers. I have all the love in the world for teachers. My wife is a teacher. I would never downgrade a teacher, but here's the thing. The pool of money, I'm like, the pool of money is not there. These athletes are are in in, uh, a sport where the sport is generating like $25 billion. Yes, you want your cut. You'd be a dumbass if you went in there and said, I'll just take 50 grand. What? I would tell them, I'm like, look, as a teacher, if you knew the pool of money in the district was $50 billion, you know what you would do? Every August, you would come to this bitch and be like, you know what, I'm holding out. I'm holding out teaching this year until I get my $130 million guarantee. And my extension on my contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you'd be that person because you would realize, yo, the money is there, number one. And number two, my value is worth that. I need to get that shit while I can. See, when your mind switches to that, you start thinking, okay, it's not that the athletes are making crazy amount of money because, you know, you see that based on the comparison that you're making for yourself versus them. It's that the money is there and they have made it to a place where that, that place can generate that kind of income and you'd be stupid if you were in that area and you didn't get your cash grab either. You'd be dumb. Money wouldn't change me. Bullshit. You'd be trying to get that piece too. So here's the thing. Nothing is expensive. If you're telling yourself it's expensive and you can't afford it, you're going to you're gonna shut yourself off to the possibility of ever getting it and you're going to put it on some fucking pedestal and you'll never receive it. So let's get to this quickly. We're talking about the Watch Your Words Challenge. Watch, watch. That means keep your eyes open. Number one, busy versus productive. Eradicate busy. Busy is for losers. You want to be productive. Number two, be careful versus be watchful. 
We ain't careful for shit. No, you're not careful. Careful is for people that retreat, that are scared, they're strapped in fear, and they're constantly thinking the shoe is going to drop. People that are watchful proceed no matter what. They're alert. Nothing's going to stop them. Yes, they, they feel the fear too, but that's not going to stop them. They're watching out for shit that's happening. Number three, spend versus invest. You ain't spending money on shit. You're investing money. I don't give a damn what you're buying. When you go into a gas station and you buy that Red Bull, you've invested $4.99 on Red Bull. Start thinking about what you're investing your money in and you'll be more aware of what you're doing with your money. Trust me. Number four, broke versus rich versus wealthy. You don't want to be broke or rich. You want to be wealthy. Make sure that you change your mindset and your words to wealth. Yes, you want to be wealthy. Yes. Yes. You want to be able to have enough money that you can't spend through it and you don't want to think about it when you do spend it. Rich people, have they're just broke people that have a lot of money. Broke people are people that spend everything down to zero. You don't want to be broke or rich. You want to be wealthy. Have a wealthy mindset. It'll save you in the long run. Number five, I can't versus how can I? Stop saying can't. It's, it's the worst curse word that you have out there. It's the worst curse word out there. It's the worst four-letter C word. <laughs> Those of you that know the other C word. Say how can I? When you say I can't, you close your mind off to everything. You close the doors, close the windows, everything shut down. You're strapped in fear. You retreat. You're helpless. Too busy being careful. Say, how can I? Number six, expensive versus eh, it's just a dollar amount. Nothing is expensive. Everything just has a dollar amount value on it. It's a matter of, are you going to say you can't afford it? Or are you going to say, how can I afford that? A bonus. Stop being right or wrong. Just go about things in trial or error. It's not about being right or wrong. Right or wrong is an ego thing. If you want to be right all the time, you're going to find yourself very close-minded, stuck, and too busy being careful and fearful. When you're about trial and error, you move forward. You're watchful. You don't give a shit what's going on. You're going to achieve the goal no matter what because you're watching what's going on as you move forward. Guys, it's your boy Fred Blumenberg. I'm on my show, The Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. I challenge you this Monday with this Watch Your Words Challenge. I challenge you. Challenge on. Subscribe and share. Don't pretend just be who you are. Get it, get fly. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I was trying to get it out of here. I want them dead presidents.